Welcome to Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur. Months, months and months and months have gone by. Um, in fact, I've got it right here. I can tell you when the last episode came out. It was September. Um, so it was September 21st, 22nd, I think, was the last one I recorded. The last one I actually released was September 16th, episode 19, which is all about change of pace. I recorded episode 20 as per normal, like I do every week, um, which was around the Queen's funeral. It was actually the Queen's, the Queen's funeral um, week, I think it was, or the, the week she'd passed, um, because I remember the reference. I'm going to release that um, very, very shortly. And I haven't done anything in the last, uh, what's that, October, November, December, the last three months for, for a couple of reasons. Um, one is I wanted to rejig, I, I rejig, I wanted to rethink the way I was doing these podcasts because I really, really enjoy them, but I kind of just felt they're a bit too much of a counseling session for me and therefore not really providing value for anybody else. And I have counseling sessions with my counselor, so I kind of felt it wasn't right to do that on these podcasts. So I wanted to have a rethink about that. Um, the other reason really was I've just been super, super busy. Um, the last three months have been a bit of a whirlwind. There's been a lot going on. Um, there always is a lot going on, but specifically I've been double I've doubled down really on what we were doing in terms of the prison on the attraction side, really, really, really trying to get myself to where I want to be personally and professionally. Um, and that takes a long time, a lot of time, a lot of effort to get to. So that's really what I've been doing. And that's been the last three months. Loads has happened. and I'm going to cover some of that in today's episode. Um, and really today's episode is, is that new theme, that new style, moving to a new world and really kind of leaning into what I think are my strengths and, and where I believe, where I want this podcast to go and what I want it to do. Um, the first thing I'm going to discuss, actually, the first thing I'm going to pick up on, just going to have some water. Okay, Paul has just cut out me, just kind of like making myself not so much of a sweaty mess. Um, I'm in a caravan. Um, I can take you outside, actually, and show you why I'm in a caravan. Um, I'm in New Zealand. So, uh, how do I put it? I'm going to explain this again in a slight different video, but my, oh, I waffle so fucking much. Joel, why do you waffle so much? You don't need to waffle. Take a time, take that second, think about what you're saying, and then just say it. Don't need to waffle so much. Like, it's, it's my curse. I swear to God, man, it's my curse. I'm in New Zealand. My wife's parents or my wife's family uh, emigrated here about 16 years ago. So we've, we've come to New Zealand a few times, came over the first time 2008, which was a, a year or so after they've emigrated. Um, I had a wonderful time. We're here for a month, We're here over Christmas, absolutely loved it. Then came back in 2018. We actually got married here in 2018 in one of the nicest beaches in the world. Um, it's uh, a beach right at the very north of the North Island. Um, and actually it's the beach that we picture on the website of Cove. Um, because it's a lovely coved beach. Um, so we did that, we came here in 2019, and then we decided to say, we normally go for about six weeks when we come to New Zealand. And then we took a break in 2020, thinking what will come at the end of 2020, and obviously COVID struck, so we haven't been able to get back out here. So this is the first time we've been out here in a few years. It sounds glamorous, because I'm here for five weeks this time. It sounds like brilliant, you know, New Zealand, five weeks in the summer, glorious, well done, that's amazing, lucky you. That's not quite how it goes. 
because when we come to New Zealand, it's very much like when you visit your family. So if you visit your in-laws, for example, you visit your family, you maybe stay with them over for a few days. It's like that just for five weeks. So we're very much just living. So um, Emma is still home-edding very much with the kids. I'm still working every single day. Um, Emma's family are still working every day. Obviously, we spend time together in the evenings, on their days off, on the weekends, and such like that. And we do do the odd day trip and stuff like that. We're going to see some friends. So it's not a holiday by any stretch of imagination. And the reason I'm in a caravan is because inside the house it's super noisy. There's four children running around. There's four adults running around. Um, it's kind of crazy. So there's just nowhere for me to work. Thankfully, Emma's parents have a caravan, which is on their drive. Um, so I can see the garage just there. I can see part of the house just there and the dog. Um, I'm in the drive, sat in a caravan, working. Um, and I'm just about to get to the end of my day um, or to the end of, uh, end of most of my day. So I thought I would just get this podcast um, uh, recorded and go through that. And again, it's funny working in New Zealand. I'll, I'll talk about it very quickly because we're 13 hours adrift from the UK. So the UK is 13 hours behind, which means right now it's 6.30 in the evening here. So it's 5.30 in the morning there. I've done a load of work today. It's really nice because I get loads of work done without being disturbed because normally when I'm in the UK, I'm pinging stuff over to people and then replying back. So therefore you're just caught six ways from Sunday. So it's always that constant kind of, that's to you, that's to me, that's to you, that's to me. It's just that game of tennis. When I'm here in New Zealand, it doesn't work like that. What happens is I can do literally a full eight, 10 hour day send everything to everybody, nobody responds. Then I go to bed, everyone in the UK is responding, and then when I get up, I can then pick it up again, and again, I can pick it up in one big batch and send it all back, and nobody responds. So I can get so much more done, um, but I am a little bit more disconnected. So I tend to find I do two stints in the day, um, one normally around um, 10 o'clock in the evening so between sort of 9 30 10 o'clock in the evening i'll catch up with some of my team because for them it's like 8 30 9 o'clock in the morning um and then again i i, I do get up at kind of like six o'clock in the morning um i can just check in with the team very quickly because it's still 5 p.m with them then i can head out for a run and then i can get back into my day that's pretty much it really um that's entrepreneur life though it does mean i get to travel around the world i literally around the world i'm as far away from the uk as you can pretty much get um, and you know, I'm still working and, and kind of, I guess some people would say, well, you're living the dream. Um, it's not quite what I had in mind when I was dreaming about being an entrepreneur, but I'm not going to complain because it is actually a lot of fun and it's really, really warm, which is why I have my channels on our channels, just checking they are. Um, which is why I'm sat here as a sweaty mess, because um, I'm in a caravan in New Zealand, 6.30, it's above 22 degrees, um, so it's not too bad. Yeah, that's that. Okay, let me talk then a little bit about the podcast and where I want to go, um, and then I'm going to just touch on very, very briefly about what I've been doing, um, I say briefly, because you know, when do I ever do anything briefly, and why it's taken me three months, what, what I've been working on really. But let me talk about where, I'm, where I want to go with it. So, so far I've done 20 episodes and, and, and really each episode, they started off actually an hour long and I shortened them down to 30 minutes. And I've done, I've got them here in front of me. I can see, you know, episode one was all about my journey. Episode two was about my why. So very much around me and why I was doing this and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to achieve. That's changed slightly, but you know, not, not massively, but 
there, there are some adaptions you'd expect. I've talked about entrepreneurs and whether they're born or whether they're made um, and what my opinion of that is. I've talked about changing landscape with employees who are considering leaving our organization. I've talked about building a hundred million pound business. I've talked about visiting Shepton, um, valuing our business, how I value our business. I've talked about take, 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 which was all around how people, whether it's employees or employers, take, take, take from each other. Um, I've talked about indecision and the pain of indecision in, 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 in the business. Um, I've talked about the way my mind works. I can't remember that one exactly, but I, I think that's based on it was it was based on how i look at things and how i just go off a million miles an hour in loads of different directions and i'll talk a bit more about that when when i talk about what i've been doing um i talk about being a shit prime minister although i think i'd be great um i talk about resigning for my own company now that was something i was desperately trying to do which is get myself out of the attraction division so very much shrewsbury and shepton mallet prisons we're looking at expanding the attraction division i desperately wanted to get out of the day-to-day -day grind and let other people take it forwards. Um, and that was pretty much where I was at on the last episode, episode 20. Um, so I talked about then narrowing in on my why, um, because that resigning from my own company allowed me to narrow in a little bit, or hone in, I should say, on my why and what I was actually trying to do and try to achieve. I talked about our marketing manager in the recession. This was back after we brought in a, we were bringing in a new marketing manager, I believe. So we'd interviewed and bringing somebody new in, which was really the last, the last pivotal time of me getting out of doing marketing and stepping away and basically resigning from my own company. Um, and I talked about then understanding your business, how important that is and how actually your business changes and adapts. And sometimes you realize that you don't really understand what you're doing anymore. Um, so keeping connected, expectations, expectations of yourself, expectations of other people. Uh, I talked about adapting my business to the cost of living increase. That's a biggie, I'm gonna pick up on that one shortly. Um, and I talked about the change of pace. That's 19 episodes I've run through there. I did do episode 20. I can't remember what the hell it's about. Um, I'll have to do a quick recap and I'll have to post it to find out. Um, so yeah, what I want to do with this podcast, what, what, I was try, what I was trying to achieve was to showcase the journey of building a business as you're building a business. What I didn't want to do was become one of those podcasters or become one of those people that has huge, huge, huge success in business and then talks about how I got there. And there's loads of people that do that. And, and, and a lot of them are brilliant, really, really good. I mean, I love listening to Stephen Bartlett. I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, Diary of a CEO, obviously everyone knows, listen to Gary Vee and you know, loads of other entrepreneurs out there that, 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 that I pay attention to. Um, the thing is that all of these people are all hugely successful. They're you know, hugely successful in their own worlds, in their own rights, in their own businesses, in terms of what they've done. And whilst that's great, and I get loads and loads of learnings from them, there isn't really somebody doing it as kind of, I'm learning it as I go. And that's very much where I've been. And I was chatting to someone the other day, and we were talking about a, a company they were a very, very small company, sort of in, you know, 150, 160,000 pound turnover. And I was explaining to them how to get to 3 million pounds and the pains they were going to have to go through and the steps they were going to have to go through and the journey they would have to go through and the shape that business was going to need to take to get to 3 million quid. And they were like, okay, cool, get it. 
um, used slightly different words, but they, but they understood it and they were like, right, great, then what? And I was like, well, I'm kind of learning that myself at the moment because that's where I've got to. So I can only take you as far as I've got. I can give you my thoughts on where to go next, but I couldn't say that I've tried, tested it, got it right yet. And that's what I wanted this podcast to be about, was to give people the the journey so you can see it, you can you know be part of it if you want to be, but also give you some of the learnings and some of the knowledge and some of the things that I've come across. Um, the mistakes I've made, because that's really where the learnings happen, are in the mistakes um, and the successes I've found. And I've got myself to a really, really nice position where, you know, the business is comfortable. I wouldn't say it's, I mean, no business is ever stable um, or, 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 you know, business, no business is ever, I shouldn't say stable, no business is ever, you know, um, bulletproof, fireproof in that sense. Any business could go under. Um, obviously, there's businesses out there, Apple, for example, highly unlikely to happen. Um, but we probably would have said the same thing about Woolworths in its time or Blockbuster in its time and so on and so forth. So um, I wanted, so I've got to a point where our business is really, really stable. It's really secure. It's um, doing really, really well. We've got some really good people in the organization. I'm stepping away a lot more from the day to day and other people have taken that over. And the attraction division specifically is driving forwards without me necessarily at the helm or steering the ship. So that's really, really good. And we're turning, you know, three million pounds a year, give or take. Um, or that's what we did last year. We're going to do more this year. So I do have a lot of knowledge to get me there. And I've obviously had the failed businesses behind me and, you know, all the trials and tribulations that come along with both the fail- failures and successes. So I wanted to share that. But really what I wanted to be able to share was the day-to-day things that pop up for me and where, and kind of how those, I don't know how to explain it, the, the day-to-day experiences that, that I have running a business, um, because I think a lot of them are, are, are you know, connected to day-to-day life, but also for people that are building their own companies, I think these are really good lessons and really good things to be able to go, oh, God, yeah, right, I'll avoid that, but I'll definitely do that. Um, and I think the structure of it at the moment is I do sort of a half-hour episode, which is what this is going to be, once a week, record it on a Friday evening. Um, Paul edits it for me. Paul edits it for me very quickly. He cuts out probably like two, three percent of the show. Top and tails it. Does the zooms and stuff like that. Rips out some trailers for me. Um, it comes back to me on kind of a Tuesday, ready to be published for for the Friday of the week after. So I'm always kind of a week behind. What I want to do is actually start recording some shorter episodes, maybe like seven minutes, ten minutes, twelve minutes, fifteen minutes, eighteen minutes type of stuff. Then the odd half hour, picking up on just little snippets of learnings. And um, that's going to be difficult because I talk a lot and I just get carried away and I don't breathe. Um, And therefore keeping me on point is quite difficult. Um, It's also going to be hard because it's going to take a lot more demand from me not to record it, not necessarily for Paul to edit it, but then to get it posted and to get it out there, because I still do all of that. So, you know, that's one of the other reasons I find it quite tricky is because I still do everything other than the edit. Paul does the edit. I do everything else. Um, So, you know, it's it's quite a hard thing to do to keep that going. I don't have a team of people behind me to push the brand of Joel and the brand of Cove Group and the brand of Entrepreneur Life and actually 50 mil media. 
So that's something that I'm really, really keen to start looking at. And I'm going to start pressing that as well. So that's kind of where I want to go um, in terms of what have I been doing now? What can I actually talk about? Um, where shall we start? Employed a marketing manager. Um, so they started back in September middle of September they started and that was great and they were really able to do the job capable of doing the job I should say um, and they they started really really well um, I was really pleased did a handover the handover didn't take that long um, and I was like cool I'm out of marketing this looks good very very happy um, I went away to Mexico for a couple of weeks at the beginning of November for my annual holiday for two weeks. Got super sick, was ill for like five days or four days and the kids were ill for a week and Emma was ill and it was the last week just was shit and it sucked. Didn't feel like a holiday at all. We went to the other side of the world to get sick. Um, so yeah, so, so that was all going fine. Came back from Mexico, been back maybe four or five days and our marketing manager handed in their notice. Um, and there was varying reasons behind it. Um, and actually, I didn't put up with any shit on this one. So when people want to leave the business, I, I've got no issues with that. Recently, we had someone leave um, this, that I didn't want to leave. They'd been with us for a long, long time. They had real value in the business. They did a really important role. I really didn't want them to go, but they found it was just time to move on. They'd stopped growing, they'd stopped developing, they wanted to go on and do something else. And we just couldn't offer what they needed. So they left and that was, that was a shame. Um, but what I want from our employees, and I'm yet to get there, it's, it's a goal and we're not there yet, is that when employees are thinking of leaving, they tell us. Not when they resign, but when they're thinking of leaving. And we're happy to support that journey because if they don't want to be in the organization for whatever reason, we're not going to be difficult about that. We want to support them with it and we want them to go on and do what they want to do. We also want to be able to recruit their replacements. And the earlier we know, the easier that is for us and the more time we've got to be able to plan and get somebody new in and do good handovers. But anyway, marketing manager decided they were going to leave, sat with them and asked them why. Um, they then gave me about five reasons, all of which were based on the company. They were all things that we were doing wrong and they were frustrated with or they didn't like. And in the past, we've had employees leave and they've said to me, I'm leaving because this is an issue in the business or that's an issue in the business and that's an issue in the business. And I've gone, do you know what? You're absolutely right. And when there is a problem in our business and somebody calls us out on it, I will absolutely take responsibility for it. No worries at all. I'll put my hands up and go, do you know what? You're right. The communication there has been really, really poor. Or do you know what? You're right. We didn't put that in place or we didn't support you there. Or this was promised and it wasn't delivered. Absolutely. On this case, however, it was all bullshit. Absolute bullshit. The four or five reasons that I was given were absolute crap. None of them stood up and I wasn't willing to sit there and go, you're right, when they weren't. So I called them out on it and I said, these things aren't real. What you're telling me isn't the reality of the situation. I then proceeded to explain to them exactly why it wasn't. And when they took a second to think about it, they came back to me and they went, yeah, I just don't want to do the job. And that's what it came down to was... They just didn't want to do the job. They were perfectly capable of doing the job. I believe they're capable of doing the job. They just didn't want to do the job. 
And that's about you know, how much work there is in a person. And they just didn't want to do it. It was that, that simple. It wouldn't have made a difference whether we paid them you know, 20 grand a year, 30 grand a year, 50 grand a year, 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year. It still would not have wanted to put the work in. The money wasn't the issue. The issue was they just didn't want to do it, um, which was a shame. And, you know, that happens. Um, it's one of, the, one of the first times that's kind of happened to, to happen to me. But the crux of it was that I wasn't going to let them then use other things as an excuse to make themselves feel better about the reasons why they were leaving. Um, so, you know, I, I, I called it out in that sense. It was all very amicable. It was fine. Unfortunately, they decided that we, we started doing a handover period. So I started taking back up marketing and sort of starting to remove access of different things as I was picking them back up. Perfectly normal for our process. Um, and then they just walked out. And literally one day they just went, yep, not coming back. And it was like, wow. So then I had to pick marketing up like that. Um, and it was fine. You know, I just took it my stride and just did it. And it sucked me straight back in to the attraction division. Um, so that was a little bit tough. Um, and I'm still doing it at the moment. I've been working on marketing today. Um, plus I'm working on a new education program, varying other bits and pieces. But it's okay because the first thing I did when I took over marketing was exactly i'd already laid out a plan for our new marketing manager oh god i've really gone off on a spiral here <laughs> sorry i laid out a plan with our new marketing manager i said hey look if i was doing your job this is what i would be doing boom 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 and you might want to consider boom 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 and your department is under resourced so you need to bring more people into your department here's the budget you know, if you need more money, let us know. You'll need to, you know, account for it, but you can have it as long as, you know, we can see the benefits of it. It's absolutely fine. And they just didn't do it. So the first thing I did was I just went, right, where's my plan? Where's the plan we worked on? There it is. Right, let's just do this. Boom, 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 boom. And it's taken me, I think, four and a half weeks, really. And I'm pretty much, you know, fully on top of it, smashing it out of the park on at the very beginning of Q1. Q2 looks really good, or it's actually Q3 and 4 for us. But, um, you know, looking really, really positive, looking like we're going to finish on a good year and, and have been able to pull it back. So very, very happy with that. Um, and then at some point in the coming weeks, I'm not panicking about it. I will remove myself again. We'll bring somebody else in. And what we need is somebody very strategic, somebody that understands detail, but can sit at a higher level, work on the strategies, work on the budgeting side, work on the KPIs, work on what's happening between all the different departments and make sure they're staying out of the do. They're staying out of the day-to-day -day detail. They're not there to deliver. They're there to strategize and support the coordinators in the delivery of the marketing plans. So, yeah. so that, that's kept me busy. Um, we are very exciting very very exciting we are in the process of a new purchase so we are buying something new i'm not going to say any more about it than that um it's not as much as we've it's it's when we bought the prison that was an expensive purchase it's not quite as much as that but it's still a significant sum and considering we only bought the prison back in february um, which is what 11 months ago effectively i think we're doing pretty well to have our second acquisition coming in which is another building um, so I'm very pleased about that one. I'll talk more about that as soon. We're just so close to exchanging. I'm hoping it's going to be next week. Well, hoping, for fuck's sake, I hate the word hope. Um, we're planning on exchanging next week. So that's, that's what we're looking to do. And as soon as it's done, I promise I will announce it. 
we brought in a new commercial director um, who actually happens to be a Kiwi guy. Um, really, really good. He's making some really good adjustments in the business. Again, he's been working very much in the attraction division for the last three months. Um, the plan is for him to move out of the attraction division. He's just in there at the moment, really sorting out the sales side of things and the commercial side of things and just helping us move forwards. And then he will exit out of that and really focus on Cove Group and some of the developments and some of the plans we've got coming forwards. Which I guess brings me on nicely to what I'm actually trying to do, which is I want to spend my time in three places. Can I say three places? Professionally, I want to spend my time in three places. I want to still provide value at a very, very high strategic level to the attraction division, predominantly working mainly with Lauren, our attraction director, just kind of going, hey, look, what about this? Or what about that? And look at that. And oh, had we thought about connecting this dot and that dot and bringing that together. So I want to really work with a little bit in kind of there, just, just bringing additional value and growing that division. So going out and finding other attractions and other businesses to link into that division that can become part of that attraction division. Which I guess brings me into point two, which is I want to spend time looking at the acquisition and the development and the investment into other businesses. So whether that's full acquisition, partial acquisition, partial acquisition, full acquisition, investment, um, whether it's taking things out of administration, solvency, whatever that might be, and really bringing them into the fold of Cove Group and expanding our group of businesses. That's that's one thing I'm, I really, really want to spend time on. That includes the attraction division. I'm going to make a push shortly for someone's coming, it's a child, um, I'm going to make a push shortly for um, Acton Scott Working Farm and throw, throw our hat in the ring for that. What's up, dude? Dinner's like on the table and I'm about to be like ready. Cool, I'm coming there, mate. I'm coming for dinner. Are you going? I am filming, yeah. But I'm going to come for dinner. Um, what do you want to drink? Uh, water? I think I've got water. I'm good at water. Do you want anything else like no, I'm okay, thanks, man. I'll be there in a sec, I'm just coming. Okay. Cool. That's Entrepreneur Life. That's Jonah, my son. Um, uh, so that's the second thing I want to do. And the third thing I want to do is I really want to concentrate on 50 mil media and get that pressure off the ground. Um, I'm going to finish on this. We've got a brand new podcast coming out, a show we've recorded. It's, oh, I've got something in my eye. It's 10 episodes long. It's called Life Behind Bars. Uh, season one was 10 episodes. It's got me, Graham and Emma talking about loads of different things about Life Behind Bars. It's about to release. We've done the full series. I think we've shot it on a relatively decent platform it looks really good really professional really slick i just need to spend some time now i need to build the channel in 50 mil media for life behind bars i need to get it up there i need to get it all uploaded it's all been done paul's edited everything it looks great i need to get it all uploaded ready to be launched week on week on week i think we're gonna do it over a 10 week period i need to get the social media done because i've got to do all of this because there's nobody else in 50 mil media it's just me um so I need to do that. I then want to continue working on Entrepreneur Life. I've got another podcast I want to do with, with, with Emma about home editing, but that's going to take some time to kind of format. And really, I need somebody else in 50 more media to get it moving. So those are three things I want to concentrate on professionally at the moment. Um, and yeah, that's me done. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to send this over to Paul to edit. Um, and yeah, uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, like I say, going to be a slight, slight different change in pace. Um, as always, do send me any questions you have please do subscribe it really helps and makes a difference when you subscribe um, it will uh, comment share 
such like that. Um, but yeah, do do connect if you're interested. Um, and if you're not, you know, if you want to drop in every now and again, you're you're very very welcome. Obviously, um, like I say, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, that's me. That has been Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur. <laughs>